What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got my co-host, Jay Baba, on with me tonight. What's going on, bro? Not much. What's going on tonight? Looking forward to another great episode. Tonight, you know, we're going to chop up some good game as always. But want to quickly remind you, Already. you can want to catch us on Grind City TV, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download it on the Google Play app. Also, you can download it on the Roku TV. And you can also follow us on TikTok at Hold a Husband Podcast. Also, like us on Facebook at Hold a Husband Podcast. Also, before we get go here, I want to give a quick shout out to Charlene, who's been one of our one of our biggest donors. She's been riding with us from day one. She supports everything. Appreciate the love. Here. Definitely. Um, I also want to remind y'all that y'all can check the audio playback of the show every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time from the core94.com. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to all of our supporters that have been donating through our Cash App and our PayPal. Keep the donations coming because we definitely need the support. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about the fact that we're all options. Uh, and we're going to be taking a brutal uh, reality check on the dating scene uh, and the fact that anybody can end up single, whether they is voluntary or not. Um, so but before we get into the topic of the night, uh, y'all know how we do around here. We like to discuss things that we've seen trending on our timelines or things that have gone viral. Uh, and so we have a video clip from the Roommates podcast of Rebecca Pope um, breaking down how men and women level the playing field in the dating game. Let's take a listen. Women use pussy, vagina, mm-hmm. to say, oh, I got him with this sex, right? Men use money. Yeah. So money is this equalizer. This men get access to women that they would never have access to because of money. That's so true. Women do it because men will sleep with just about anything. That's true. And especially if it's private or secret and no one has to know. Mm-hmm. So I've seen women who are fives, yeah. but they're sleeping with a dude who's a nine. Yeah. She's got these ridiculous standards because she actually thinks this means that a man on that level would be with her. Mm. But he would never be with her. Mm. He's just using her for sex. But yeah. she thinks because her vagina has given her access to these men here that this is the new standard now i I agree with what she said um it's it's common sense you know women have been able to to sell sex for centuries um so women definitely can use pussy to get what they want out of men especially men that have money to waste uh so the kevin samuels the high value man um conversation is really centered around this topic here how women even she can be an average woman living an average or below average lifestyle but if she's attractive enough to get a man that has money to want to have sex with her her lifestyle can change forever um, exactly and so go ahead and you know talk about stuff all the time you know women control access to sex and men control access True. to relationships there so you know women you and women use sex a lot to leverage what they want you know like they say prostitution is the oldest profession in the world so women have been but but see this i think this only really this only applies for guys that 
are unable to really be popping with women without money. Right. You know, like exactly. we call, I call them lames with money. Like there's a bunch <laughs> of dudes out there, fat, nerdy, ugly, whack dude, but he got the money to drive a Maserati and he got, you right. know what I'm saying? He can take trips on vacations and all that. So they, his hands show in the pictures and all that type of stuff. Uh, there are some dudes that do that because they don't have a choice. Um, right. And if you got money like that, you know, I know dudes, that work at plants and make six figures and they treat you know what i'm saying like it is what it is they pay you know bartenders and, and chicks at different clubs and establishments to, to let them hit now they ain't seriously dating them women because they not the, the dudes ain't that popping so that they the status of women that they can date is usually a lot less attractive than the women that they can fuck with money right here's the thing with that right Women can use pussy leverage sex. And a lot of times, men just want to sleep with them. They be somewhat attractive. Maybe they might not want to wipe them, but just want to sleep with them. A lot of those women have an inflated sense of self. Just now, yeah, that's a typical IG model, right? Yep, exactly. I remember that. I remember a picture you posted a few years back. You posted Kim Kardashian, and it was like women's egos get inflated based on the number of likes and, and you know she gets and the number of comments, hard eye emojis, and all that stuff. It does. I mean, but but you have to put it in context. Right. A woman being able to generate sexual attention or sexual desire for men is not very hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a lot harder to get a guy to want to build his life with you than it is to get a guy to want to smash. Right. So so there, the amount of weight that's placed on being attractive and all that is is disproportionately. Skewed for men and women because of the guys that do what she said. They not they don't they not physically attractive. They don't have the swag. So women ain't just fucking them because she likes him or wants to be with him. She's with him because she knows he got money. Right. So she she charge a premium for it. Exactly. And here's the thing with the with the guys with the money that spend their money that trick it off on these women just to sleep with them, right? Honestly, it doesn't really get any props or any respect. It's to me, it's like buying a trophy without earning it. Just think, think yeah. about this for a second. Like, I, I have a championship ring that, that I won from a from a conference championship. You see the ring, you'll be you'll see the ring. You'll be like, damn, that's a nice ring, right? And when I, it's it just, you know, gone to a certain level of respect because I earned it. But now, if I said, hey, I just bought this ring from somebody on that team, you're gonna be like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean. I guess if you're if you're that's why I don't use celebrities and rich men to to discuss regular people's dating strategies like how a millionaire or a guy that is not concerned with money dates and operates is drastically different than how a regular normal person operates even if you know the normal person's lifestyle can vary greatly uh, but I'm talking about guys that have decent careers, lived in decent homes, live, you know, make six figures. Like they they gonna live a certain level, maybe not luxury like wealth luxury, um, but they're gonna live in places with amenities and, and they're gonna live a comfortable lifestyle. Um, but if you're a wealthy guy, you you have you have the, the means to do everything it takes to attract women. You can buy designer clothes. You can be draped in diamonds. You can pull up in a Rolls Royce. You can buy bottles in a club. You can be on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You can fly right. bottles out. You can give chicks money to fuck off. You can do everything it takes to be able to to casually date or fuck women. 
so lots of guys do. That's why I really think that's the the point of this post is really the the kind of the main reason behind the dope game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the that's biggest like- thing dope 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 boys do is take advantage of all the women and access they get from the money that they make it. Um, yep. So everything she said, you know, is absolutely true. And unfortunately, it can, you know, the the strippers they get they get warped sense of dating because of the money that they make stripping. You know what I mean? Like their expectations of their dating life, they expect to get treated like a celebrity woman. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Let let's keep uh, keep things rolling. Uh, this next post I saw, this is a topic that we've talked about before. We talk about insecurity all the time. Uh, but in this post, uh, there's a lady and it uh, it talks about how uh, she, she's a gospel singer. Uh, but w- it, uh, when her female friends come to town, she makes them stay in a hotel to keep them away from her husband. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that, that, that idea of being... Some people will say that's what you're supposed to do. Um, you you got to protect your marriage and things of that nature. But to me, that's just an insecure mentality. Because yes. if you are paranoid about your friends and family smashing your ex when they come in to visit you, then that says more about your spouse than it does about the friend or, or the family. Exactly. exactly. I, I, that's like you said, that's just insecure behavior. And here's the thing. It sounds like you're trying to cheat proof your relationship. And we said this hundreds Impossible. of times, even thousands. You can't cheat proof. Somebody want to go cheat, they're going to go cheat. You know, they can say, hey, they're going to work and go link up at the nearest hotel. You don't know that. But I mean, as a man, I, I would take offense to that, right? right? Because the idea that a woman is concerned, legitimately concerned, that you were going to try to sleep with one of her friends or family members in the house that you live in. Right. Like, potentially like, on your bed that y'all sleep in. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, about dis- that's about as disrespectful as you could get. So, I mean, for, a relationship is built on trust. So if you don't trust this man around your family members or friends, why did you marry him in the first place? So why did you get with him? Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I get it. You you may not want your friends dressing a certain way around your husband or doing certain right. things around your husband. I understand that you there's right. certain levels of behavior, but homes have guest rooms for a reason. You can buy <laughs> exactly. pull-out beds, you can buy air mattresses. You like it's I've always allowed friends and family members to come stay with us if they in town. You know what I mean? Male oh. or female. Like that's so that's so insecure, like it, it demonstrates a severe lack of trust because if you were with somebody that's respectable, like they they going they're going to behave different when you have guests. Like exactly. I walk around in my drawers when it's just my family here, but we had somebody stand for the weekend. I'm gonna put on some shorts while I leave the room. I'm put on like exactly. you're, going you're gonna to- you're gonna have a certain level of decorum when you have guests over, and now if somebody has house training and they know better. Well, if they're staying at somebody's house, they're going to have a certain type of decorum if they're staying with somebody. I mean, it's... You, I mean, that to me, that's the perspective that I would have as a man. Yeah. Like, damn, you you 
you really think I'm gonna try to smash your sister, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I would, I would be offended if my wife felt like she had to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's crazy to me. You know? Now I, I get it. You know, I've seen enough Jerry Springer episodes to know that people do sleep with family members, and you know, people got kids by the same dude and stuff like that. I, I get it. I know that type of stuff happens, but man, keeping trying to making your friend or family member have to pay for a hotel ain't preventing it. Because if exactly. you're with that type, if that type of dude, he could be smashing any chicken, well, any man or woman in the city for that. Exactly. Matter. So what's the point? Like, now, now listen. If let's just say our family and friends wants to sleep with her husband, uh, vice versa, they're gonna find a way to do it, whether they stay they over do that house or not. He <laughs> could go to the hotel room. Like exactly. to, that actually make it more likely. You know what I mean? If that was exactly. the scenario. But I don't want to. You know that that's the the logic behind insecure behavior. Really, never really adds up. You know. Two plus right. two equals seventy-five. Like it, rationale, it doesn't. The rationale just makes zero sense to you. All right, uh, let's keep things rolling, man. Uh, we try to respond to some of the questions we get in our DMs. Uh, so if you are interested in having your question or your situation discussed on the podcast, make sure you hit us up at Hold a Husband Podcast. Uh, what we got in the inbox this week, Jay? We got for our first question. We got India from the city of brotherly love, right out of Philly. Um, she wants to know why do men lie to get intimacy from a woman? Then they get angry when she finds out he has bad intentions. Um, that, that's hard to. I mean, you can't really rationalize fuckboy behavior. So a guy that's willing to lie and deceive a woman to get what he wants out of her. He knows it's a short-term situation. Um, and so him losing out on something that he wants or enjoys is where the anger comes from. But I don't, I don't see a lot of benefit in trying to know. figure those type exactly. of dudes out. Exactly. Now, I don't know what exact what, what she means by bad intent. I don't know what you consider bad intentions. That's well, if, if, if a dude, she just said it. She said he's, he lied to her to be able to hit. You know what I mean? Like, so... That's that's no different than the dude that's taking on. He's married, but he pretends to be single every time he goes out. Like right. there are I guys mean, that deceive women in order to get what they want. I think it just is what it is. I think this thing that's messed up to deceive and get what you want. I mean, listen, men initially talk to women based on whether or not he wants to sleep with her. That's how men initially approach women and say, "Hey, let's go out Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it is," because he want he's not doing it just to just to be around you and just to be friends here. <laughs> He, he clearly he wants to he wants intimacy out of the situation you but know, I mean a, anytime a guy intentionally deceives a woman from the jump then there's a motive behind it there's a reason for it uh, but my point is trying to figure out the motive and, and mind frame of folk boys is not going to help you in any way what you need right. to learn how to do is identify those type of guys early on in the right. dating process um, absolutely so and so if you if your motives for sleeping with the guy or because you are interested in giving and receiving pleasure, then there really won't be the need to lie to you to try to get trick you into having sex with them. Um, that usually presents itself when a when a girl's like, I'm not doing this unless you unless I'm with my man or unless you're my boyfriend. 
Well, now you giving him incentive to say, "Well, be my girlfriend." Then. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Yeah, that that's why you don't need to put stuff like that. Well, I only do you know. For example, I only cook for my boyfriend. I'm only washing some of my ex, you know, my, this man's clothes if he's my husband because that's husband benefits. You know, there's no point in doing it because, like you said, he'll just say, "Okay, I want to be your boyfriend. I want to be your husband," just to get what he wants out the situation. Right. You know, because if he if he's deceiving you from the jump. He knows that there's a, the possibility that the truth could come to light. And most likely that'll cause you to cut off the situation if you're not pregnant or financially dependent at the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got, man? We got our next question. We got Roger from Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out shout out to the land here. Okay, I'll start with Ken. Yep. He wants to know, what would you have to do? What would have to be on the line for a man to live that Will Smith and Jada Pickett lifestyle? Uh, Will Smith, I mean, I guess Polly, where you have side people? Nothing, just just an understanding. Uh, right. There are lots of people that, that live that type of lifestyle where, I mean, you just face the facts. People are not monogamous by nature. So it mm -hmm. takes a lot of effort in order to be faithful to one person. Now, your lifestyle, your circumstances may make it easier for some to do than others. Um, but overall, I think most people, if given if given two choices, right, you get to choose from pit A or pit B. A is have sex with one person forever uh, and build a life and all that. Or B, have one person you build a life with and, and still occasionally have sex with others. I think that's the... And you don't have to risk... None of the stuff that come with getting caught cheating. You don't got to deal with none of. You, you got to move out your house. You got to. Like, <laughs> you can. You can. I, I guess you. I don't really like the idea of the, the past, um, but the concept where if you were in an open relationship, because we talked about it on, on the on the podcast, yeah, the people that live like that and they comfortable with it, they not angry that they spouse is attracted to somebody else and all that. They seem pretty chill, you know. <laughs> The thing with that is you would have to establish that from the jump. That's where you have to get with somebody who's like-minded, who's into that. If you want to get into the polyamorous, you have to get with somebody else who's in the polyamorous. Like, well, well, that's not necessarily true because I remember Kenya um, from Progressive, I think it's Progressive Academy. I can't think of yeah. it exactly. But she was I, saying I, that they were they were married like several years before it their transition yeah. took place. I, where I they, remember that. They, they were saying that they were... Hey, having crushes on co-workers and you know having sexual tension with other people and then it finally brought the conversation to light um so i mean they're that's really just them right addressing that desire on the surface um right. you know me personally i still desire lots of different women but i'm in a position where I, i'm not willing to risk what i have over it you know what I mean? And so the fact that I'm a former hoe and I, I've been with lots of women already, I already know it's just a cycle of casual dating. I'm not going to trade my, my lifestyle and my family for that. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, but it was in, there, in, in an option where I could occasionally smash some other chicks. I would definitely sign up for that. Uh, I think most guys would. Right. But but the issue is I don't think most guys can handle their girl smashing other dude. <laughs> you know, no, I would say no, because you know what? It's an ego thing there. Because most men like to think, hey, you know, I spoke to her, I did 
X, Y, and Z, and that's why she wants to give it up to me, or she's doing X, Y, and Z because I'm special. And right. You're not thinking if she did it. You're not even thinking about the fact that she nine times a ten she's probably did that with other men. You're just thinking, damn, she did that with me. I'm special. You see, uh, most a, a lot of guys are more comfortable with if it's a girl that's bisexual, and so she occasionally messes with other women, like something like that. Yeah, that's that's not gonna bother most guys. Uh, a, a guy, uh, like uh, what the show? Uh, I don't know if you watch it. The shy. Uh, no, they had a situation never. like that where uh, one of the main characters kept getting caught cheating. And so his, his, he had just married his, his wife. And so she was like, man, we ain't got to get divorced, but we, I want an open marriage now. And so she starts smashing our weed man, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and it shows the dynamic of how that's, that's putting stress on the, on the, on the marriage or whatnot, because he can't take, you know, she's, but yeah, spending the night and doing all kind of reckless shit, uh, even though he had been reckless in the past. So, <laughs> but it, it's a real interesting perspective. Like I, I said, definitely recommend y'all check it out. But like you said, like the bisexual part, like she's you know having sex with other women. You know, he probably like he would probably enjoy watch her, watch them eat each other out and stuff, and you know probably even join in. Yeah, most men right. would sign up for that. All right, man. Look like we up against the clock, y'all. Uh, We're about to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be getting into our topic of the night. We're all options uh, where we're talking, having a brutal conversation about the dating game. My yard tuned into the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back momentarily. Hi, I'm relationship coach and author Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. Tonight's episode is titled, We're All Options. Uh, and we're talking about the fact that anytime you are in a relationship with someone else, they have the option to continue dating you or the option to cut it off. And so you have to have a realistic perspective on how things really are in order to navigate the dating scene in a real way. Uh, now, Jay, there are a lot of people that have a problem with the fact that their spouse is attractive or their other people flirt with their spouse like their pictures etc uh we just got we just talked about insecurity in the last segment uh but i i think me personally i think that's a badge of honor that other people are attracted to my wife why do you think that's such a big deal to other people i i think it's just like we talked about on an earlier trending topic it's a level of insecurity you know, like you said, it should be a badge of honor. Okay, people find your wife desirable. You know, they find your, you know, your spouse, your significant other desirable and have a crush on her and think, you know, damn, I was, if I had a chance, I would smash her. <laughs> right? I mean, that be- long, that, that's, well, as long as a person is respectful and respects the boundaries of yeah, the marriage, not- 
Yeah, it's I'm cool, not saying like, just blatant. I ain't just say, you know, the person, obviously they, you know, know, know you marriage and expect, I ain't just say, hey, just go up, hey, what's up? Why, why, why don't we do something? Why don't we do something here? Why don't we get together? Yeah, that, right. that's, 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 that's disrespectful. But I think yeah. most guys that are with, like, you you dating a chick that got a big booty. Like, you expect she's at the counter at the movies. You know other dudes are looking at her butt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know she, when she go out, dudes are going to be looking at her and shooting their shots. Exactly. That's not something to fight over. That's not something to feel disrespected over. Like, unless it's your partner doing it. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody yeah. that knows you. Right. The, you know, dealing with somebody that that's off limits. If you know, if that's your partner's, you know, significant other or spouse, come on, you know better. That's you know that's now people do it now. We've heard, you know, we hear stories like this all the time. Obviously, just like you spoke about Jerry Springer earlier, and that's just that's just flat out disrespectful doing something like right. that. But but see now, once you come to term with the fact that everybody has options. So right. if, if your goal or your mentality is to make sure that you are one of their best options, you're the option that makes the most sense. You're the option that provides the the most stability, the most long-term success. Then you're, you are providing something that most people are not going to be willing to just buy, give up, at least not without a fight. And so right. that, that, that's what really should be talked about when people say, what do you bring to the table? Because that's what, what what a person is, is is figuring out when they're making a de- decision on whether they're gonna stay or not. And so, any any attractive people, any man and woman or a couple that is living a decent lifestyle, if they separated, they would both be able to find other people that would date them. Right now, that does not mean that they can duplicate what they had with their spouse. Right. So their their spouse's characteristics and makeup comes into play um i think a lot of people have this false vision that things are always going to be better with somebody else yeah um, you know like they like they say that you know greener grass greener grass on the other side is just illusion for everyone has their confusion and that's how i look at that there yeah i mean because anybody can well, we all, we all do things in our, in our serious relationship that get in your spouse's nerves. Of course. You forget stuff. You you know what I'm saying? Like, if you live with another person, you, somebody of made course. a mess and didn't clean up. Like, there's any, any family member, any group of people that live in the same structure. Your kids, like, like, being a parent ain't always just a great relationship with your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you got you got issues with cleaning up after themselves, picking up toys, leaving book bags, all type of stuff that create conflict in the household. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and we, so our relationship is no different. Um, but I think it, it becomes a problem when somebody feels the need to constantly remind you that they got options. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what? I, I don't see the point of constantly reminding somebody you have options, you know, because that's, you know, that's just ego. That's an ego thing, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Just throw it in their face. Hey, I can, I can deal with such and such. I do this person here, that person there, you know, but I'm choosing to deal with you. Like, I I feel like it's a way of manipulating the (laughs) the relationship and the situation when you do that. 
Yeah, I've, I, I've never... See, See, me and my wife were kind of unique. Like, she's only mm-hmm. had one boyfriend before me and her seriously we started dating. And I, as an adult, this is my first adult relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, uh, I, I've never experienced that. Like, right. dealing with a chick that used to live with her ex or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. I got kids from a previous relationship. I don't have any experience with any of those type of scenarios. Uh, but it's interesting to think about how that that plays out, right? Yeah. Um, I can't imagine how I would feel with a chick that's, that told me something like that or was trying to make me feel some type of way. Um, another thing that you have to, to take into consideration is the impact that technology and social media has had on linking up and being able to communicate with others. Because back in the day where you actually had to be out and about, you had to actually physically bump into somebody somewhere. Everybody's really a a couple searches away in in 2022. Um, From, and and the way a lot of these apps work, they connect with people that are in your phone already. Right, exactly. So so you, you could, get a new phone and you re-download apps and it's like such and such that used to smash five years ago just generally, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, with, with now with, with social media now and all these dating apps and everything, you're, you know, one DM away, you're one swipe away from hooking up. It, it's it's really evacerated the hookup culture because even back in the day before social media, people definitely wanted to hook up. I don't think it was that much that people wanted to hook up. It's just, you didn't have as much access to, you know, the opposite sex as you do now in this day and age. Very, very true. Um, and that's what that's what gives people so many options. But see, yep. when you have a lot of options, there's a lot of room for error. You know, you Absolutely. can make a lot of bad decisions because you have so many options to choose from. And the way that people make their dating decisions are mostly off superficial things. Guys, based on physical attraction, how how good the sex is. Women, basing it off how tall he is, how much money he got. Like, not the real core ingredients to having a healthy relationship. So, when you're talking about having options, it's, it's always good to, to be in that position because... To me, I think it's it sucks if you if you with somebody because nobody else wanted them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't I don't think nobody's really excited about being with somebody that nobody else would smash. Like <laughs> like people looking at you laughing like I can't believe you with them that type of vibe. Like that that gotta yeah. that gotta suck. That's, that's that's definitely the worst feel. I and I'm sure you know that person's thinking in the back of their head, hey, if they have a chance to upgrade do better for like a better word here i'm sure they will yeah you know um i I, I know when it comes to stuff like this like um having the self-awareness to know your role right knowing having the wisdom to to focus on things you can control versus things you can't like other people being attracted to your spouse are things that are out of your control uh, and so that's why I view them as a positive because people could think your spouse is ugly 
You know what I'm saying? Like people could could have negative thoughts about your spouse. So the fact that their thoughts are positive, to me, that's a sign of, of a good thing. And the fact that I re, I trust my wife to not be thirsty and flirting and right. doing things to attract other men. You know what I mean? Like that's why the conversation about thirst traps and all that is always confusing to me because women will talk about guys liking pictures and double tapping and all that and they'll be like well if you're so if you liking pictures well i'm gonna I'm post my panties on my timeline like what 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 the hell See, that like, doesn't that doing? doesn't even and that doesn't make the situation any better you know it's not even the same situation exactly like if a woman says oh you're liking pictures well i'm about to like some pictures that's one thing like to say, oh, you like the picture of somebody you don't even know. Well, I'm about to take a picture of my pussy and put it online. Like the fuck? I mean, you you've been really wanting to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. And and now you're just inviting a bunch of people to come in your inbox and offer you a bunch of sex. Out of that probably the dudes that probably want to smash you all on. Everybody, oh, you know, she she posted well, her panties well, on it. That's one of the biggest mis the biggest miss misconceptions women have right they they confuse their the sexual attention or the offers for dick that they get as real options you know yes. like every dude dude that been a side dude then had the chick that think you want to be her boyfriend come to you you know what i'm saying trying to be with you, you know, like exactly that's that's where you get the some a lot of these women where they say, "Oh, well, you know how many men want me," and they're conflating a bunch of guys in their DM just wanting to sleep with them for guys that actually want them and gonna going to offer them something substantive. Because the, in that situation, what they're not taking into account is, would he want to date you? Long? Would he want to build a life with you? Like right. after he gets to know you and he's kicking, yeah, he's gonna want to smash and have have time, you know quality time with you. But what about your your negatives? What about your insecurities? What about the the flaws or the things that that are not pleasant about you? Is he willing to deal with that? Is right. he willing? You know what I'm saying? Is he willing to help you improve? You know, is he gonna help you grow? Is he gonna have your long term interest in mind? Like all these type of things come into play when you have to consider your options. And so, making the decision on what's better for you long term is hard to do in your 20s or when you're really young so. absolutely absolutely because a lot of times you know you're getting out to let's just say you go away from college it's your know, first time being away from home for a long period extended period of time right so you don't know you know how to go about situations you know even me in my young in my 20s a lot of stuff i learned was through trial and error yeah and yeah. this is pre-social media here yeah, I mean, well, for, for guys, that that's ultimately what the dating experience is. You have right. to figure out what works and what doesn't by either dealing, experiencing it personally, or watching or observing somebody else. Exactly. Uh, now, obviously, that, there's a, there's a lot of schooling going on online through YouTube and in different right. platforms. But prior to that, you didn't have people breaking down and having these type of conversations. Exactly, and even like now, you got you have a lot of these dating coaches online, life coaches, etc. Like you said, back then, you didn't really have dating coaches or life coaches. I mean, it was a couple of books out there maybe you can read that'll help you, but but that was about it. Like I said, a lot of it, you got to get out there and learn your own. Yeah, you know, um, 
the first time I realized that there was even a, a market for discussing stuff like this, uh, my my cousin had gave she had purchased the book Never Satisfied by Michael Bazin. Uh, it talked about how and why men cheat. So it talked about the different, you know, tactics men were using to cheat on women in the 90s. Pagers, hiding your pager in the car, you know, di- different stuff like that, right? <laughs> and as I was reading, I'm like, damn, this is all stuff that me and my homies do and talk about all the time. <laughs> but he was a bestseller off of it, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, he, he got a radio show and everything now, but it's like, dang, they're... I didn't realize that there were so many people that didn't know this stuff. You know, right. Not, yeah, that was funny. I, it was the meme you posted some years ago about that. Yeah, I think it was on page. It's like, you know, it was easy to cheat back in the day because, you know, you had a page. It wasn't, you know, you could just say, hey, I missed the call on my page or you didn't see the call as opposed <laughs> to, you know, having a cell phone now where, you know, everybody has a smartphone. Everybody either has, a you know, an iPhone or an Android now. Yeah, like t- today's era, I think it for even though there are more options, you got to be more transparent. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes that can be used against you. You know, people not, so you you, you got to hit put stuff in your close friends, and you know you gotta yeah. gotta gotta navigate a little bit different because people can piece together stuff from who liked your pictures and who like who's liking your stuff the most. And who's right. in your comments? Like they can start piecing together who who messed with who and who you who you know. Like it, it, we ain't dumb, man. Patterns arise when you when you start interacting with with people consistently. Yeah. Um. So, folks, pay pay attention to whether somebody's actually compatible with you before you cut off somebody that you was somebody that you were already dating. Right, because if you, know you start, if you make that decision when you're in the honeymoon phase, you are very likely to to overlook some some, some know, red flags or some I, negative. Right, you know what? I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make. They don't see that if, whether or not they're compatible with the person. A lot of times, you just jump in into stuff, and a lot of times you can find out whether or not you're compatible with somebody in the beginning of the relationship, the first you know whatever couple of months or so, as opposed to two three years later well i I was gonna say not necessarily because why you say that you know in those first couple of months it's natural for people to try to avoid conflict so you're less likely to have beef or like if something does come up they're 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 not gonna argue about it because they don't want to be creating negativity in that honeymoon euphoric type state got you got to say everybody's kind of putting their best foot forward in the beginning well, yeah, well, I, I view it as uh, they're adverse to confrontation. You're gotcha. not going to say something about something that you would say if it was later on. Um, and then your 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 feelings are developing. You know what I mean? Like you you don't you're you're not in a position to be able to complain with somebody you just met. You know what I'm saying? Like you you haven't known them long enough to be able to complain about their patterns or they habits. So it just takes time for you to get on a certain a certain level where you can actually offer criticism or have an issue with something. Um, and so that's not likely to happen. And then the situations that let you know, you know, whether you're really compatible or not, like sometimes th- those things, like a real conflict might not come to a year, year plus, you Man. know, of you dealing with somebody. Of course. You know, 
a, a real misunderstanding or them feeling disrespected or something like that. Like that's when you see how somebody, if they really respect you, you know, because even in a crisis situation like that, or, or like they feel disrespected, they'll handle it in a respectful way. Like man, right. can we can we go outside and talk real quick? You know what I'm saying? Like he might he might be coming at you. His body language might be, I'm ready to knock your head off. But if he's <laughs> talking, let's go upstairs. I need to talk to you in a room. Like he's doing something to try to address the situation in a respectful manner. It takes time for situations like that to, to happen or or present themselves. Right. Um, so, so that's why I say that that it's not necessarily okay. something got, you can figure out. Gotcha. But I will say you can figure out if you're not compatible in a couple of months. Like they, you could see something that's a deal breaker or uh, too many red flags or things that are going to be problematic to navigate. You can figure that out relatively quickly. Um, through just, but that's, that's, I think like first level of the vetting process where you conversation, yep. like, like you could tell one or two conversations where they, uh, that, that wasn't, that wasn't, I ain't going to keep following her. I ain't going to hit her up no more. Like you can, you can tell whether the vibe is there or not really early. Um, but vibing and being able to enjoy somebody's company is not the same thing as long-term compatibility. So takes 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 a little bit more you know thorough job of observing different situations to, to see how they would handle it you know because marriages you, you're merging everything in your life if if, right. if it works but now the the problem is marriage even though theoretically it's supposed to be till death do us part or whatnot that's not always the case so you could be in a, all in in the marriage. You could be doing everything right. You could be happy and your spouse could still file for divorce. You could come right. home one day and you're on a path to being single again. And so mm. that part of it, it, you know, you have to come to terms with that. You know, nothing is guaranteed. No. There's no way to predict how a, how situations are going to end up. Well, exactly. I like to yeah, even what are divorce rates? What 51, 52% right now? So divorces do happen. There's, there's no guarantee. You know, and I think that's the problem a lot of people do. They look for guarantees and assurance. Well, you see more so from women. They look for guarantees and assurances when getting into a relationship and there's no way to get a guarantee or because no no relationship is guaranteed. And hell, no marriage is guaranteed that is going to last forever. There's always a possibility. Guaranteed. Life, life is unpredictable. Yep. You could you you never know when you're gonna pass away. You never you know when, what's gonna happen. So you have to try to maximize the time you have with somebody. Exactly. Um, that that made me think about a situation with my mom. My mom had been single for a very long time, um, and about a, two years ago, she had met a guy through a date net. You know, change. I mean, they fell in love. They started. To, I'm talking about. He changed my mom's life. He got her wearing Air Max, wow. Nikes, and shit like. Like they taking trips and doing all type of stuff, and he ended up passing away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he had some health problems that he knew about, but he ended up passing away. They were engaged, so you never know. You know what I mean? Like he's been really sad and dealing with that. But that's 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 crazy. Sorry to hear that, but but you know that's like it goes to the point that nothing's guaranteed. You know, hell, 
life isn't get it's, there's no guarantee that you're gonna see the next day right you know so you gotta just try to put yourself in a situation yeah you gotta plan for learn long-term success but right. you gotta try to enjoy what you have while it's there um and that means you know i i really didn't really feel like i was in a position to be making bad dating decisions when i was trying to you know get myself together get my life together um and when i when i went to college i heard that you you, you find your wife and all that but i, I wasn't necessarily looking for a wife i was just in college you know what i mean like I, that wasn't a focal point of mine i i say yeah no you i guess you can't find a wife. obviously you married your college sweetheart but i think more often not people you know get in a relationship in college and then break up afterwards because you know once you get out of college you know you're you're really in the real world and real life starts happening and sometimes this is nowhere for the relationship to go it, it hit that peak it, that plateau hit while y'all was in college while y'all <laughs> dating in college even yeah. high school same thing yeah I, I mean you know like I said with, with this being my only like adult relationship um now that I look back on it, she met all my criteria for a wife or somebody that I right. was married. Uh, but it just happened organically. You know, we were kicking it, we were dating, we were doing our thing. Um, so we were in a lot of different situations. Um, you know, to, to, we we figured out we were compatible on a lot of different levels. And so right. I, I feel like it was luck, you know, a luck, luck had a lot to do with it. But I think are we both had realistic perspectives on dating and relationships we had we both logical thinkers we both like had a military as a part of our background so we had a lot of things that overlapped and made it easy for us to, to fall in things to fall into place um as far as options go man like when i think about that like if me and my my wife were single on the dating market I think both of us would be gold mines on the dating market um, because she has all the skill set to be a great wife. She's been a wife for damn near 20 years, cooking, cleaning, managing the household, like all the administrative duties of the household. She's a one. You know what I'm saying? Like, so and all the stuff that a woman would expect a man to bring to the table. I'm great at, you know what I mean? Like, so. I know both of us will, will be very successful on the dating market today, but that's something that I'm really paranoid. Well, I don't think there's no no very high probability that we would ever break up. Um, but man, being single is not is <laughs> not as lit as I used to think it was. You know what right. I'm saying? Like being married, you think like all oh, my single friends, they just having a blast, they doing this and doing that. Like man, now that I, I I have a family and I I know what it's about, that single life get old, man. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like having having a lot of options get old, especially when you're starting to get older. Your legacy planning, you're starting to think about retirement, and you know what I'm saying? Like the the last phases of life, being single and, and popping bottles every weekend ain't the move for that. Um. All right, man. Look like we up against the clock, bro. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with the background audio. Uh, and I want to give another shout out to those of y'all that have been donating to our cash up and our PayPal. 
definitely Hold keep up. the keep the love coming. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, Jay, man, I appreciate you linking up with me so yeah. we can get it done. Uh, it's been a this has been a real interesting topic. Uh, look forward to trying to get EB back on the show, man. Uh, we miss you, bro. Can't wait to have you back. Absolutely, uh, man. This has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.